Episode 79, Technology, Keeping Up. The paperless society. That's what Alvin Toffler called the future back around 1970 in his famous book, Future Shock. Paper would become obsolete. He claimed we would watch computer screens and information like newspapers, magazines, and books would appear on a hand-held electronic book. No need for paper. Well, that day is here. The past few weeks, we visited our son and family in Anchorage, Alaska. He has a Kindle. It does all of the things Alvin Toffler predicted. Just an amazing instrument. Especially amazing for eyes that are retiring right along with us, and start to burn after reading for very long. This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. One attribute that accompanies many of us into retirement is a reluctance to accept new trends, ideas, or inventions. I guess I'm just setting my ways, we often hear. No, I don't want any of those newfangled thingamajigs, is another. I don't trust those things. It doesn't seem to matter what the thing is. Some folks just don't trust it. I don't need it, they say. There's justification for these attitudes some of the time, but sometimes it is just relegating ourselves to an early death. Sort of like being dead before we die. Just because this stuff didn't exist when we were kids doesn't mean that it is useless. I feel very fortunate in that my son ended up a technophile. He likes to keep up to speed with the electronic world. It isn't his business. It's just one of his interests. He continues to pull me along for the ride. The Kindle is his latest acquisition. He got it from Amazon. It's like a leather-bound book. It does all of the things Toffler told us about, and then some. The thing that I really liked about it, and the feature that can really help retired people, is the ability to increase the size of the font. I tried reading after 10 o'clock at night on it. I can never do that. My old eyes just start to burn when I read late at night. Well, on the Kindle, I read for an hour, and my eyes were not burning, nor were they tired. It was like magic. It isn't lit like a computer screen, but in some other weird way. The light shines down and not into your eyes. And then there's the font size. If you would like bigger print, it is just a click away. Bingo. It becomes a little easier to read instantly. What's that worth? Since you're listening to this program, a podcast, I assume you make an attempt to keep up with technological changes. The thing is, just when you think you've caught up, here comes another thing. Since returning from Alaska, we have been in conversation with several friends about our trip. We talked about Guitar Hero and rock band, 
Few people of our generation are familiar with it, but I'll tell you that I have never seen anything quite so amazing. Here is an interactive computer game, I guess you'd call it. My son, his wife, and two children pick up instruments, lead guitar, bass guitar, drums, and microphone. Then the music begins. Hours each night they would stand in front of the screen and sway to the rhythm. I have never seen a family activity that was more interactive and fun. They each have their skills tested to the limits and yet cooperate in a group effort that produces cheers and adulation from the fans. It is hard to explain. But it is technology that really does bring a family together. It operates through Xbox or SP3s or 360s or something and a TV screen. I don't know how it operates, but it sure looks like fun. Of course, it will probably be outdated by the time you hear this podcast. Then there's the Sonos player for music. That was a birthday gift for my 65th. It's a music system for the house, and I thoroughly enjoy using it on a daily basis. Then there's Netflix that brings movies into the house, like I could never have imagined. Of course, there's Vonage that runs our phone through the computer, and a quick cam that lets us see our grandchildren when we have a telephone conversation. Then there's the laptop that accompanies me to coffee shops on most days. I mention these things just to give you an idea of a life that has its share of electronics. It does require some keeping up. Even these podcasts require a certain amount of learning to operate certain sound production programs and machines. I guess I could forget all these things and sit back with my radio and hook up a television. But what a different life it would be. I'm not trying to say it would be better or worse, but it would certainly be different. Some new technologies seem designed for we retired folk. The Kindle is one. No, I don't have one yet. But I'll bet soon. I mean, imagine the morning paper in big print, and you don't have to feel like a major pollution machine when you throw it away each day. Or a subscription to the New York Times Reader only costs $15 a month, cheaper than a hard copy, way cheaper. Then there are all of the best sellers. One click, and you can have the first chapter of most any book for free. If you like it in one minute, the total book can be downloaded to your Kindle for about a third of the price of an old-fashioned print and paper book. And think of all the trees you'll save. It does all kinds of other stuff, but these are the ones that I'm interested in. I can't wait for Father's Day, my birthday, or some big windfall. The Kindle is at the top of my list. My eyes are going to love it. This is Retirement Time. P.S. This probably comes across as an advertisement. That isn't my intent. It has just been part of my recent conversation related to retirement.